This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 1 John. You were not created by God to just walk around planet Earth for 70 or 80 years and nothing more than that. We were created for much more than that. Created by God, not just for an eternal existence, but for a quality of life that's eternal. His plans for you began with your birth, but they don't end with your death. You know, we're locked in our human experience. We look at life as being from the cradle to the grave, and that's an illusion. When God created us, He wanted our lives to be more than just birth, work, and death. Pastor Robert teaches us in today's message from 1 John that the Lord has big plans for us. As we fellowship with God through the power of the Holy Spirit, our lives become meaningful. In addition, Jesus' influence gives us an eternal perspective. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part two of today's message in the book of 1 John. John wrote this only about 35 to 45 years after the death and resurrection of Jesus. And I just want us to look at his introduction today. 1 John chapter 1, verse 1 says, That which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was manifested, and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested to us, that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. You know, m- most of you have been with us for a while. You know, we just kind of go through the Bible chapter by chapter and verse by verse. This, this is sort of a unique study because in the introduction, I was looking at it. And to be honest, I've been praying for a couple of weeks. Lord, how do you want me to, how do you want me to approach this? You know, what, what do you want me to focus on in this opening chapter of First John? And I, and I looked at it and it's like, wow, this... The life was manifested, and we've seen, and we've heard, and we've touched, and that's what we're talking to you about. I love that. See, John follows his gospel account in which he wrote that his purpose for writing was that people would believe in Jesus and have life in his name. And he follows that by writing this short letter in which he tells us that his purpose for writing this time was that we would have fellowship. And that our joy would be full. Now, lately I've been really enjoying watching several video lectures by a man named Dr. John Lennox. 
Some of you have heard of him, I'm sure. Dr. Lennox is a professor of mathematics at Oxford University in England, and he lectures all over the world. He's a scientist, but he also lectures extensively on subjects related to his Christian faith. One of the lectures that I watched recently, he pointed out that John's gospel is a book of signs. It's a book of evidences, in other words. The first sign or evidence being when Jesus turned water to wine at the wedding feast in Cana. The famous atheist Richard Dawkins challenged him on that belief during a debate. He started, I I watched the the first part of the debate, and, and he started, he's like, we all know Dr. Lennox. You know, he actually believes that Jesus took water, H2O, and he put tannins in it and he gave it, you know, fermentation and and, and turned it into really good wine. And he's, you know, like, how absurd to believe something like that. And then Dr. Lennox, when it was his turn to give his opening statement, he basically said, well, Since Jesus created water, it really wasn't that big a deal for him to make wine out of it. (laughs) The result of what the disciples witnessed with their own eyes was that they believed. What's the point? Well, faith in Jesus Christ is not a blind faith. It's a faith which has for its foundation a wealth of different signs and evidences. This introduction in 1 John chapter 1 is a perfect example of that fact. John says what we saw, what we heard, and the part that really, to be honest, just really grabs my heart, he says what we handled of the word of life. That's what we declare to you. I'm writing to you, he says, about somebody I know personally, somebody I touched, somebody I spent time with, somebody I, I saw and heard, and we have fellowship with him even now. I remember the moment, I've shared this before, I remember the moment when it became real to me that one part of the point of the resurrection is that he's alive right now. You know, I I always, I found myself, you know, I grew up in church and I heard the gospel and I always thought of Jesus in the past tense. Even though he had, you know, personally, you know, involved himself in my life and and I had gone from, from the place of thinking about belief in God, belief in Jesus, I went from the place of believing a dogma to believing in a person. But then one day it, it, it really came home to me. He's alive right now. John says we have fellowship with him. And the reason that we're writing is because we want, the reason I'm writing this is I want you to have fellowship with him too. And he says the result of that fellowship with us, with the Father, with the Son, it's fullness of joy. Why? Why does it produce that? Because fellowship with the Father and and with the Son, it, it means a common enjoyment of His life. Eternal life. You know, you were not created by God to just walk around planet earth for 70 or 80 years and nothing more than that. We were created for much more than that. Created by God, not just for an eternal existence, but for a quality of life that's eternal. His plans for you began with your birth, but they don't end with your death. 
you know, we, we're locked in our human experience. We look at life as being from the cradle to the grave, and that's an illusion. It goes on beyond, far beyond the grave. But neither does eternal life wait until death. Luke 17, 21 says, For indeed the kingdom of God is within you. When we become His, His Spirit moves inside us and imparts to us His life. Now, eternal life, but given to us now. I was thinking about this, you know, the Holy Spirit, the life of God inside us. But the Bible says we can grieve the Holy Spirit. We can hinder His influence, in other words, because He still honors our free will. We don't become robots when we become part of His family. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30 cautions us, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Why do I bring this up? Well, when we are kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving toward one another, it's a clear sign toward the unbelieving world around us. To use John's wording, one of his favorite expressions, it manifests to them who Jesus is. Christianity has a bit of a bad reputation these days because people using his name and quoting his word sometimes don't behave anything like him. If bitterness and wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking characterizes more than kindness and a lifestyle of forgiveness, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean we're not saved. It can mean that we quench the Holy Spirit, His life inside us. Even the hard sayings of Jesus were and are rooted in such a profound, selfless love. I've been rereading Gail Irwin's book, The Jesus Style. When you consider the fact that, you know, Jesus never, when you read the Gospels, Jesus never backed away from truth, right? He always told it like it was. And yet, the prostitutes and the thieves, and it's like everybody was comfortable with him and sought him out. Main Thing Radio is the daily radio ministry of Robert Fountain, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel in Miami Beach, Florida. Robert is currently teaching through the book of 1 John. As Pastor Robert teaches through this book, we'll learn that by simply confessing our sins yields a promise from God. If we confess, He promises to cleanse us completely. This is just one of many truths we'll learn in 1 John. Now here's Tracy with some information about how you can connect with us online. Most of us use Facebook and Twitter at least once a day. Please check out our Facebook and Twitter page. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the links. You can find information on everything that's happening at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to MainThingRadio.com. 
Thanks for that information, Tracy. We do encourage you to visit MainThingRadio.com for all of our social media links. We'd like to ask that you prayerfully consider making a secure donation. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. And don't forget to join us again, same time, same place, as Pastor Robert continues teaching through the book of 1 John, right here on Main Thing Radio.